0: This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I talk about all kinds of stuff from my past life as a fashion model for over a decade, as well as my unlikely journey into the world of competitive running, where I run fast and far all around here in New York City. I also talk about my days getting sober and how I have currently over 860 days drive. On today's show, I'm gonna be talking about how to be an optimal human in this modern life. It's an inside look at my monk-like ways or the things that I do in order to function at the highest level as an athlete, coach, creative, friend, or just a person on this wacky planet trying to navigate life. In the modern world that we live in with pollution, screen time, heavily processed frankenfoods, and the cult of productivity, or the go, go, go burnout culture all around us, we have a lot coming at us trying to destroy us. So I'm gonna be talking about all the things that I do to stay grounded, healthy, vital, connected, and just sane in this crazy world. Usually, I'm in my own little world doing all of my little best practices, Um, but this past weekend as I traveled and experienced time in new places away from my daily rituals and routine, I realized something. I'm different and I do things very differently than a lot of people out there. So that's what today's show is about. It's about all of these differences and the things that make me who I am which uh, I love. It's my identity and it's what's brought me to where I am at this point, right here, right now, as an athlete competing uh, at the sub-elite level. So yeah, we're going to get into all those things on today's show. Thanks for tuning in. You don't want to miss it. But first, a quick message quick announcement if you've ever wanted to run with me in person and you live in new york city head over to the link in my show notes for a community run that i'm hosting on september 30th at fix nyc Uh, this run is going to just be an easy shuffle recovery run around the city so about three miles it's open to all paces there's no pace too slow we will have refreshments afterwards a little hangout so yeah head over to the link in the show notes Register and I'll see you next Thursday, September 30th for a quick run. Okay guys, let's get into it. Uh, Today's episode is about my optimal best practices, as I say, or things that I swear by and do to be the best version of myself that I possibly can. And the funny thing is, is that I got into uh, these lifestyle tricks or ways to be way before I was ever an athlete and I believe that doing these things led me towards becoming the athlete that I am. So basically what I'm saying is before I was ever this runner these races running 34 37 in the 10k or breaking 17 minutes in the 5k or even striving towards an Olympic trials qualifying time for the marathon I was just learning how to be healthy and clean up my act and Doing these things led me towards becoming and stepping into the skin of an athlete. So that's why I want to share them with you because it's just stuff that I started incorporating in my life to be a better version of myself and suddenly, boom, I wake up and I'm this freak show athlete. Just kidding. (laughs) I wake up and I start training and having intention and putting in the work and that's what makes me who I am today. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, As always, this is not medical advice, uh, so seek Advice from a qualified professional. You know, I'm just a runner. I'm just a runner who tells stories. So, you know, don't take this as any kind of medical advice. It's just informational and educational only. Yeah, that's my disclaimer. Okay, so let's get into it. The different things that I'm like, this is what makes me who I am. And, um, but before I do, I want to reiterate that the reason I'm talking about this stuff is because I went away this weekend. I was in Vegas. If you follow me on social media, you saw I was in utah and vegas and i was out of my routine in new york city and it was there where i was around all these people and um i was out there for this race i noticed how blatantly different i am from a lot of people on this planet meaning i do things my own way i have my own little routines and it's odd. And it makes me kind of an alien. Like, I feel like my things that I need, like my pillars of what makes me Lucy Beatrix, <laughs> are uh, unique. But I love that about myself. I love that I have these ways. And uh, I call it the monk-like uh, the monk-like, uh, diet. And I guess that I also refer to sleep and stuff. Like, all of the things that I do are very monk-like in that um, it's it's just a specific way of living that i don't know i it's just different but i love it and i think a lot of it has been a side effect of my recovery or getting sober because once i cut out that big thing of not drinking i could dial into these other things so much more uh, because i wasn't focusing on how i was gonna get drunk next to be totally frank So that's a little bit of a backstory of how I got into this kind of stuff. And, you know, I did, you know, I absorb so much research that there, or I've done so much research on all of this kind of like health stuff. And um, I also want to mention that this is not like diet, it's not diet, it's not diet quick fix. This is going to solve all your problems kind of a thing. It's more of... I I do like the term best practice because it's like these practices that I are helping me strive towards being the best version of myself. So yeah, this is not any kind of quick fix. It's more just these are things I do to be optimal in the, the highest version of myself that I can possibly be. Okay. That all said, let's get into the actual things. First thing, um, was fuel, how to fuel. And I say fuel instead of eat because, um, every time I eat, it's a a direct relation to how is this going to get me out there in the morning and running fast and far. I see food as my fuel to be this athlete. And so I look at food in that way. um, And I think that my diet, I, I have a variety of foods that I eat, but I pretty much have about, I don't know, I'd say like, anywhere between 15 and 20 things that I'm just like, these are things that I kind of have to have in my rotation every single week, week after week after week, um, which are, and I'm just going to name off some of the basic things, which if you already know me, you know these things, but the basic things that I eat pretty much without fail are leafy greens like spinach and whatever, um, leafy greens, sweet potatoes by a copious amount of sweet potatoes, Uh, tofu and chocolate and beets as well as cashews and um, all the vegetables. Basically if it's a whole food uh, as close to its found as it's found in nature as you can get uh, that's what I like to eat and I just I, I don't really eat a lot of bread. Somebody was asking me about bread the other day and I was like I haven't had bread in over a decade. I don't eat that kind of stuff I don't eat really like baked goods or anything like that and I haven't for a long time it's just something that I'm not I don't have in my um life anymore and ever since I I don't want to say I cut it out but ever since I eliminated it from my life and I've kind of stuck to this more whole food minimally processed plant-based way of life it just served me it's just made me look and feel my best and that's something that I really like so yeah the fuel that's a big one and when I get into details about my fuel, it surprises people. Um, I don't really, inc- I don't eat any hydrogenated oils. Um, I don't eat a lot of oil in general. I get a lot of my fats from the food itself, which people are people are always surprised by that. But it's just like, I really truly eat the thing as cl- close to its how it's found. And I mean, without getting into too much um, of the food stuff, I think that a lot of people would maybe like have names about this they're like oh orthorexia or you're obsessed with clean eating and blah 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 i don't know i just like these things make me happy and um if you know me you know i eat a lot of arctic zero ice cream and that's not a plug or anything but i do eat a lot of that which is kind of processed so i don't know it's not like i'm i'm at all or nothing with the processed food i'd say like 70 percent or the majority of my diet is mostly whole food plant-based and eating this way has served me and made me a better athlete Okay, so fuel, check the box. The next thing is sleep. Sleep is huge. I talked about this on an episode a few weeks ago about the, the five things I do to be the, have the best sleep ever. And some of these things, people don't understand how, how our society just fucks up our sleep and it destroys our sleep because A, blue light, the thing that's on our screens, we underestimate how much that throws off our circadian rhythms and makes our melatonin not produced so that you're not sleeping deep enough, you're not getting enough REM. So what I say is the counter solution to that or, or the the way to counteract that is something I do the past few years, or I've been doing the past few years is wearing blue light blocking glasses. And I'm not talking about the clear tinted kind that you wear for your computer to make your head not hurt. I'm talking about legit heavy duty blue light blocking glasses that are amber tinted. They block 99.9% of blue light. You wear them four to five hours before bed And that is something that I swear, but I can't not. And actually the days, there's been like maybe one or two days in this past few years that I've like haven't had my glasses on me and I don't put them on before bed and I'm up the entire night wired like I'm doing crack cocaine. That's what happens if I don't wear blue light blocking glasses. So I don't know. I think that that's something to look into if you're really like wanting to be the best version of yourself is um, getting your sleep dialed in. and So blue light blocking glasses. The other thing is to black out your room. So many people do not do this. They have light coming in in all which ways. They have light shining in from the street lights. They've got the, the morning light coming in before their sleep. You know, they've only got a few hours of sleep, but they're suddenly being woken up by the brightness. Um, you need to black out your rooms. And that's something that I talk about in that sleep episode. You should go back and listen to all of my sleep rituals because that's just such a huge important part of my life. But um, yeah, sleep. Sleep is something that's like helped me with my mental health too. I notice if I'm not getting enough sleep, I am just a basket case. I'm not the best. I don't think very well and I don't perform very well. So sleep is one of the pillars of how to be Lucy Beatrix at her highest, most optimal self. The next thing is training. And by training, I mean exercise. I call it training because... Exercise, I feel like, is when you don't have a specific goal, which is fine. But training is when you have a very specific goal. And the biggest thing I've learned about training is how to not let it... Like, okay, here. You want to exercise the body and get out the extra energies inside the body. Stay healthy. Stay moving. Keep it active. But you also want to be exercising in a way that makes you have energy for the rest of your life and that's the way I've always looked at my training is I don't want to spend four to five hours a day spending myself so that I'm exhausted for my actual life. I want to use my body really vigorously and intentionally and train with purpose so that then I have energy to go about my daily activities of going to work in the photo studio or making music or writing or stuff like that. So it's using training in a very specific way and that's why I um, have a lot of philosophies about lower mileage but higher quality training sessions and keeping myself at this in this window of training hard enough but not over training and not going over the edge of just being exhausted all the time because I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be in 90, 90 to 100 mile weeks and just being flat and dead and uh, what I would consider super aging myself because I'm totally spent and um, kind of breaking the body down instead of building it up and making it more ready and able to get after life. So I approach my training with that in mind and that's this idea of very specific quality training. Big aspect of this is knowing how to shift in or how to move within your gears. So, not going hard every single day. And this is something that I see day in, day out. Every athlete, oh my God, I can't tell you how often I see this, where people just train at their 70% um, effort, which is relatively hard most days of the week until they get to this burnout spent state. Whereas the way I go into training is I try to do two to three hard workouts a, a week sandwiched with the easy, easy, easy zone one, zone two shuffle recovery type uh, activities. So basically you're doing really specific, intense, hard stuff, um, you know, a, a couple times a week, two to three times a week. And then the days in between that, you're doing really easy, chill AF stuff. And I think that that's kind of the little secret to staying just vital and having energy and also getting better and fucking doing the thing. So um, yeah, breaking the tape at races. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I swear by. So training, exercising the body, it's a huge part of my life. Obviously, I love it and it's a big, huge uh, reason why I think I've become the athlete that I am is because I exercised and it turned into getting more specific and then going after big goals and here we are today where I'm going after really big goals. Okay, the next thing of how to stay optimal or how to be an optimal human is um, my skincare. As silly as it sounds, this is something that's so important to me. If you're if you're with me a lot, um, I talk about this stuff all the time. But um, how to, just taking care of your your skin and like you know, your face is the window to the soul. And if your face is shining and bright and glowing, people can see the health radiating out of you and even just, I don't know, I just think it's just like a good reflection of where you're at, is just like how you're presented to the world, and that's at least how I see my skin. Um, And so when I shower, I use a very minimally, okay, so I should just go back to basics here. Um, When I wash my face twice a day, which is usually after a run, and then before bed, um, I use an antimicrobial or antibacterial soap that's got no fragrance in it. And so like, the, the thing about fragrance is that it's very heavily chemical-laden stuff and my skin is very sensitive. So I use a minimal, very basic soap that just kills the bacteria. That's number one. Then when I get out of the shower, um, I put on a very light, oil-free, fragrance-free, huge, huge on the fragrance-free products that stay on your face, fragrance-free, oil-free moisturizer. And, um, as soon as I get out of the shower, my skin is still damp and that's to trap in the moisture and to just make it, um, you know, keep a little bit of that moisture in that you have from getting out of the shower. If it is during the day, if I'm doing, that's usually what I do before bed. Um, but if it's during the day, you know that I'm putting on SPF head to toe covering my face completely the backs of my hands my arms everything i am obsessed with spf i think that's just like the number one way to just stay um optimal is to not expose yourself to harmful uv rays and prematurely age yourself everybody knows this but to actually do it is a whole other thing a couple years ago i got really into the spf thing and i started following this dermatologist on youtube and i was like okay i'm gonna dial in with that All of the products that I use head-to-toe for face stuff, like the moisturizer, the SPF, the face wash, is um, very available and very affordable um, by a company called CeraVe, C-E-R-A-V-E. You can get it at Walgreens, you can get it at Dwayne Reed, wherever you are, and that's that's the stuff that I swear by. It's so cheap, and it just gets the job done. So, um, yeah, that's something that I think uh, is good for like the longevity optimal human life stuff <laughs> um but so okay so you've got the fuel the sleep the exercising the body the skincare uh the sobriety which i had touched on in the very beginning cuz that's something that just keeps me in the zone with like all of these rituals and doing things the way that i like to do but then the other thing is a little bit more spiritual or i guess uh, a little bit more heady and that is to know yourself or to have a connection with what makes you happy or having this strong identity and knowing what your needs are so for me when I was taken out of my New York existence you know last week when I went on vacation or I went on this trip I was like oh I know the things that I need to be the best version of myself and that is the sleep and the fuel and the this and then that and wash my face before bed and the this and the training. So having having a strong sense of who you are uh, also helps with staying tethered to your goals and your dreams and just being the best and um, for me also that ties very um, closely to my sense of purpose. So if I don't give myself a certain amount of time a day to check in with myself, whether that's sobriety related or if it's just writing a little piece or if it's making a little tune on my on my app on my phone, I'm like I was writing songs on the airplane and just you know doing the things that make me so happy and make me feel like I have a purpose and a voice and all that. So yeah, just the the check in moment. Uh, amongst all of these things from like the food and the sleep and the training and the skincare and the knowing myself and the sobriety this is what makes me me and it's what makes me the best me and I hope at the very least you maybe this has sparked some questions for yourself that you can look at yourself in the mirror and go what do I need because I believe that we all have the tools inside of us to like the little whispers that are saying hey I really think that if you just do this, you're going to be better. For me, I knew I needed to dial in my sleep. I knew I needed to dial in my nutrition. I knew I needed to do all these things to start feeling better. And once I did, it was like the whole world opened up and I was running fast and far on the track and I was running in races and I felt confident enough to show up at these races and think, "Yeah, I'm ready to attack." And be there for other people because that's a whole other thing. Then like you know, the cycle continues, because then you're there for someone else and you're helping them be the best version of themselves. So I hope that this maybe makes you think about what you can do to be the best version of yourself. Let me know if you have any questions. I'm always available on Instagram to chat. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X. And yeah, I hope this show helped you today. Until next time, just be fast. Just win.